Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to the studio, Anna Banana. Hi. How are you doing, cuz? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Our relationship is kind of like, I feel like for each of us, um, you know, actually, it's like the opposite of what they say. Like when you're drowning and someone comes to save you, but like they kind of push you down with, you That's know, you. And th- stop it. Oh. I was going to say we're the opposite. We, oh. we, when we were together, we're both trying to lift, lift each other up. Now, if you want to get into it, my lifting you up sometimes does feel like taking you down just Ooh. because insults it are a love language. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love language. I've been bullied my whole life. So this is just your way of loving me. And I appreciate Don't it. Don't believe her. She's not a bit. She gives it as good as she gets. Okay. She gives it as good as she gets. So. For the Brown Mm. Ambition audience, why do I have Anna on the show? I'm going to do a live kind of, I want to do a live career coaching session with Anna. But first, I want to give some backstory. So Anna is 10 years younger than me. We ain't going to give ages, but she's in her (laughs) mid-20s, which means you know what I am. Anyway, I used to babysit Anna when she was just a little 12-year-old. Peanut in my pocket. And now, well, a decade later, it was the pandemic right? I was obviously struggling. I had a baby, a newborn, and I was trying to like balance that with working. Couldn't have childcare because everything seemed too dangerous. So I was doing, I was like breastfeeding, having the baby at home. So I was living back home and I, in Georgia, and I was just having like the worst mental everything. Nothing was working. Mm -hmm. I was just not happy. I was very like, I was just like a mess. Then Mandy just called me out of the blue. No, we not used to out have of the blue. like a standing Thursday we, appointment every Thursday. I was worried about you. I was she like, was so yeah, <laughs> and I'm a control freak. Me. And I and I just hate it whenever like someone has to worry about me because I'm like, damn, am I that like, am I that fragile? But you know, your love really did show through. And I told you mm-hmm. the get down, the ups and the downs, more downs mm-hmm. and ups. And then I think we both asked ourselves the same questions. Like you were trying to warm me up to the idea of moving. And I was I like, I, need, I was like, I need to get out of the state. I need to leave. <laughs> and then it just happened where we're like, okay, we're going to do this. And then it I said, so, when it was so funny. Cause it was around, I felt like I was plotting on you, but you were plotting on no, me. I was plotting on you. Yeah. 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 We were I was both trying like, to warm you up. I, I don't know. Cause you have a husband <laughs> and a like, baby and I wasn't me. trying to, huh? You were like, please adopt. Well, you were living with one of our, what, what, with your auntie on your mom's side. So not my auntie. Anyway, and you were, I remember forget this phone call when you called me please and you're like, embarrassing right now. 
I can't. <laughs> you're 22, so you're doing a lot of 20. You were at the time anyway, right? 22, 23? 22. Yeah, 22. Okay. But at the time, you were like doing what? DoorDash? You had tried? <sighs> I was doing Instacart. Instacart I was working yeah. on Amazon. Oh, the Home Goods warehouse. Home Goods. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, was, I was working. I was, was working. But you ain't never not worked. You know what I mean? You ain't never not I'm a working worked. girl. Yes. Yeah, Starbucks, I Barista. My yeah. I was all of that. Okay. But at this time, I remember because I remember when I really, I was already worried about you because I could tell when I was talking to you that you were struggling. That's why I was like, I think the in the spring before, I was like, we're going to talk every Thursday at 9 p.m., put it on the calendar. We're doing it. Yeah. And then we did. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and I just, I just wanted to like keep, you know. I couldn't see you, so I just wanted to like at least talk to you, so I could be sure that you're okay. So anyway, we uh, we only had it was time a great time. That's all I'll say. You. Yeah, okay, sorry, but sorry. ever since I like I fell in love with you and with Ariel and RJ and all that. But um, I mean, like really fell in love. Like, oh, this is my like my bonus family. Sister. Yeah, yeah. But you're not always so close with cousins. Anyhow, so we had yeah. this connection. I could tell when you were off. And so I, we met all summer long and then this, in the, in the fall, you were like, I got to, I'm going to join this. Um, what were you going to sell? Kitchen knives? No. She's like, it's okay. I got a job. I'm going to try. I'm going to, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to sell knives. <laughs> and no, I, it was I, a scam. It was a scam. It, it was an MLM. It was a multi-level marketing. It was like one of those pyramid scheme type things. Which people will probably. There were so many that were hitting me up. There girl, was you won't name date. I was gullible. You want to make money overnight? You want to own your yes. own work hours? You yeah. want to work from home? <laughs> you know? You're like, yeah, yeah. You, just- you want some value? <laughs> like, yeah. So they got you. And thank God you told me. Because I was like, uh, right now we need to like. Press I felt pause. like I was in trouble. She was like, absolutely not. Absolutely I was like, not. okay. So, because you were going to buy like a bunch of knives and have. It just didn't sitting, make sense. Sitting and in like, your house. And your the interview. I was doing the interview like on my on my little tiny desk with like fifteen other people, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it was yeah, mm-hmm. it was a hot mess. Dot com. So we had this conversation, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm really struggling with this," and I already was scheming. I'm like, "Wouldn't it be perfect if Anna just could be here? Like here, I could keep an eye on her because somehow because mm-hmm. I'm working on this too. I want to like protect and fix everybody." I don't have to do that. But at that time, I was like, I can keep an eye on her because I'm really worried about her. And also, I think she would really enjoy watching my child for me <laughs> so that I could start my new job. And we had the conversation and I was like, so, I mean, and I, I was like, so, you know, I feel like what you really need is like, you'd be great helping a family who just, you know, was working really hard and just had trouble finding childcare during the pandemic. Sure. And, and like, and you were like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I said, do you, do you know anybody like that that you can think of? And your little voice, well, like you. I'm like, yeah, thank you for offering. You know, what, that would be a great idea. That was the funniest conversation. Oh I was like, I was plotting on you. I was like, oh, it's how's your upstairs bedroom looking like? <laughs> it's, it's vacant. It saved both of our lives. No, for real, right? It did. It did. It did. For sure. Yeah. Um, so cut to, and when you moved in, of course, again, because I yeah, have a bit of a like fixer personality and, you know, you were, you're not, you were not finished with like college, your degree, um, no job and all that. So I was like, also while you were here, let's, let's have some personal finance conversations. Let's you know, yeah. really untangle you from 
<laughs> Daddy, Uncle Ron. Yeah. Yeah. So Anna's, yeah. You talk a little bit about that where you were in terms of like, you were 20. Right. Yeah. You were like 23, but also you were like with your relationship with your father, not feeling think, financially free, right? Yeah. Like I just grew up of, he hands me money and then I, I deal with it. So whenever I had like my financial struggles, he would always have like a string attached to whatever dollar is behind it. So I was just very exhausted and tired trying to chase what he's giving me. And then I have to, this mental load that I have to pay him for the price of whatever amount of dollars. And I remember when I moved to you, um, he cut me off financially and disowned me and all this extra stuff. So my mental health was was like down was down the street. It was terrible. And can you be a little guess, specific when you say you had to pay him for the money? Like, what were the strings attached? It would just be his controlling ways mm-hmm. when it comes to finances. Like, if I maybe had an attitude, he was like, "Well, I do X Y Z for you, and you're going to do this to me after I gave you this amount of money for for school, or just like." just being his daughter, just asking for money here and there, it's always like a issue or problem. So Mm -hmm. that's whenever I just, I want to stop asking him for money completely. So that's why I was working those, those numerous jobs just to get myself together. And then, you know, my mental health is just taking a toll for, you know, all the finances that had to deal with that Mm -hmm. with him and myself. Cause you know, I'm a little pricey. I noticed because he was spoiled for a price. But yeah. And also it was to the point where he it was like, I'll pay for school, but you got to study what I think is a good degree. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So that like, level of control. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the thing about me, I just, I don't do well with control like that. Like I, mm. I'll just stop everything. If I don't, I just don't feel like you should live your life for your parent. And I learned that the hard way. Well, you were. And I mean, like, it was so heartbreaking to see, I mean, how tough it was for you. What do you think are the biggest changes that have happened um, since you moved in with me? For those who are watching on YouTube, you might be able to note the most significant change. We're not in the same place. No, we're not. Why? Um, I was able to move out. I have a lovely roommate. She's great. But it was just so nice to buy things with money that I worked hard for and, and earned. And I just feel like the hard work really did pay off. And, you know, I appreciate you. You're skipping over the hard work. What have you accomplished? Let's let's sit with it, girl. Let's what have you accomplished? Okay, okay. I'm skipping over. Yeah. Um, definitely my mental health, for sure. Um, I received so much healing from the past, like, year, two years? Mm. Almost three. Almost three. Yeah, almost basically three, three years. I- almost the big three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen a huge turnout from my mental health about, you know, how I feel about myself. Boundaries, that was a huge thing that I had to develop. I didn't have any, like, especially with my parents, whatever they said when, I didn't care. Like, they didn't care if I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't care if I didn't feel comfortable. I just did what I was told. So whenever I was disowned, I was just like, all right, if I'm really disowned, I'm going to do what I what I please and well, you know, res- a while to in a respectful to way. It, it was, took me a long you minute. You were devastated. I was heartbroken. Um, yeah. And then, you know, therapy. You know what? And- but listen, for mm-hmm. those who are, but did he actually? It was a no, control. It lasted three, I think it lasted three months. And yeah. then he said, 
how are you doing? I was like, I was so you called confused. His bluff. You're like, okay, yeah, so, try to survive without this cute face. This incredible yeah, daughter that you had. This annoying, this annoying daughter you got. Can't. He can't can never get rid of me. I got I got off of everything. You didn't need a car anymore. He owned the car. You you he, like as me. soon as I moved here, he sold my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fine. I don't need it. Bye. And then he was more upset that I didn't care. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. And he had a tantrum. And it was, that was what he that did. was a tantrum. He did. And then I think he hit you up and was very, very angry towards you about it. Oh but <laughs> so then let's move into the career and finance side. What kind of what kind of like um, strides have you made? Because you came here, no full time job, no job. Period. Thank mm-hmm. goodness, not the knives thing, um, and no money of your own. So, like, when did you start taking those strides? What are the big accomplishments you've made? I think at that time, whenever I was helping out with, you know, your lovely son, my godson, mm-hmm. I was really ready to just start working again to make money for myself, to move out, to save to, you know, spend things on myself, to give back to you guys with whatever is needed, you know. And then I found a job doing executive assisting work for this unknown fashion and jewelry company that was the worst. <laughs> well, uh, let's touch on that later. But you needed a like a a non-part-time, like a retail non-part-time. job you wanted a, you wanted like I wanted full time. I wanted yeah. to hit the ground running, but and you also I, were like, "What's your degree in?" What healthcare you- administration? Mm-hmm. Yeah, healthcare administration. So we got you a LinkedIn page, right? Remember that? <laughs> yes. I'm trying to tell y'all, Anna is a boomer in a Generation Z suit body. Like you unzip her, how- and it's just like, here's your AARP card. Here's your handicap. I grew up line. sheltered. <laughs> I grew up sheltered, so I was like, what is this? Like, she's more Gen Z than me. Yeah. I just know the terms, but she knows, like, the the logistics. She knows the, you know, technology. All right. So you got a LinkedIn page. I was like, you need a presence. So we put some job experience there. Um, yeah. We said that you were my assistant. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't ever ask me for a reference because... Uh, too late to you want oh you weren't the best you weren't the <clears throat> I was dealing with so much mental I was like stuff. yeah I, be my assistant she's like what so I was just media? so overwhelmed and I was like I did not what you said Instagram? slack I said what is slack <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know nothing y'all she couldn't be my IG I, manager I didn't know slack she couldn't I know my I know barely trends. do my email <laughs> God. she was she said what is slack I was like so just you focus on the babies. <laughs> I'll give you the title, my admin. Anyway, but you got a job assisting. And then from, but that point is you had something on your resume. And then from there, yeah. mm-hmm. then you got the job you did like a lot more. Well, mm-hmm. quit actually, that job was so toxic that you quit. It was, right? it was, yeah, it was so, me and my roommate, uh, we worked at the same job before, and then she quit a little bit before me. It was just such a toxic work environment. Nothing was getting done. And I was like, I want to put my efforts into something else that would appreciate me. So, you know, when I quit, I shouldn't have done that. That was not smart. Um, Why do you say but that? I did, because, like, I, was, I didn't have a job for, like, maybe a month. When I tell you I was applying to like, A to Z jobs, more, like, to the day I woke up to, like, at night. I was applying, interviews were happening, but they weren't good enough or it just, it wasn't a right fit. 
Mm-hmm. And then my you current job. the scam kind of like LinkedIn messages. That yes. I hear and clients, I was like, like, what if people do that? <laughs> like, I was like, people are like struggling. You were going all the way to Manhattan to find out it was like, what was the thing where they sent you home with a big textbook, like a real estate textbook? <laughs> they wanted you to. I honestly wanted to forget that happened. I'm sorry. And for you to bring that up is very triggering. I'm so sorry. But you went through it. And honestly, a month doesn't yeah. seem that. But I'm interested. You said it was a bad idea to quit. Um, yes, it was. At the time, I'm not going to lie. I was I was a little worried. I'm like, yes, mm. you, you were. But I was trying to let you do your own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I don't think it was a mistake because a couple months later, you got the job in the spa. Mm-hmm. Right. And you just found that on LinkedIn. Is that right? Or Indeed or something? I found that on Indeed and it was just it looks sketchy applying for it. But I was like, you know what? Everything was sketchy. <laughs> like, yes, it hadn't opened yet. It was a new. It was. It was a brick. It was in the, it was being built Mm -hmm. as I was applying. So whenever I got the job interview OV and I was like, Oh, can I see the spot? It was like construction walls. There was wood exposed. Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, this is it. I said, "Mm -hmm, I see the potential. (laughs) And, um, I think after the interview, it went well. And then you told me to write a letter to, you know, show my appreciation. And at first, huh? I said I forgot. Yeah, it was, I remember now. I remember I dropped you off to give them the thank you note. Yeah, you did. And um, I think it was like an it was like a nice little card. It was yellow. It was like a yellow flower. Yellow's your your brand. I see. Mm, you know. Yeah. And then um, I got the call that I got the job, and I was so ecstatic. When I tell you, I was struggling financially. I was I was living off my savings. Like I think yeah. one time I didn't have enough for toothpaste if I didn't want to. Going to my. We were, um, I mean, I think I started to ask you to pay rent because I was just trying to get you a little ready for the real world. I was going to do that thing where you just put the money aside and then give it back to you at the end. You yeah, know? but that's when you quit, and I was like, "Oh, so the rent ain't." She really got to stop. <laughs> um, but no, I felt like such a loser because I was like, "Why would I do that without like a plan B?" Hmm. And I was just like, I was so scared and so like. Mm, eager to know like what's next what's the next move like what can we do mm-hmm. and then you know i got the i got the call i got the job and i was like all right i can relax a little bit more and then well, I let's, think, i'm gonna we're gonna take mm-hmm. a quick break but before we do i want to just kind of like round out that phase because i feel like for you it was about listen your dad chose your major right healthcare mm-hmm. admin which isn't a bad major. I think it's obviously a, a hot field. It's a it's on the come up. Mm-hmm. It's on the come up, and you got to you still kept up like with your studies virtually um, while you were working full time. But at the same time, you knew you didn't want to like work in a hospital, like just like at a desk. You know what I mean? But you did mm-hmm. have this interest in beauty and, and care, which I feel like is something that you know you go to a controlling dad and you're like, hey, I want to work in the the spa beauty industry. And he's like, what is that? It's woman stuff. It can't be good. It can't be lucrative. Please. But it made, it was like the, whenever I'm helping someone and coaching them through like a pivot or trying to figure out how do I make a career that I love out of a couple, out of like the job history that I have, which I don't love. And it's like, not exactly like, there's not like a lateral, like a connection, you know, but Mm -hmm. for you, there's enough there. Like, you know, the admin side in healthcare. And spas, med spas especially, it's not that different. People aren't using insurance because shit costs Mm-mm. for the most part. No copay. Um, right. But and and it like it worked for you. 
Um, it has been working for you, but okay, I'm going to leave it there. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back because I want to talk about what's next for you because you at the okay. next level. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition, rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, BA fam, we are back. And my cousin Anna Banana, I mean, sorry, Anna Victoria... Woodruff. Anna Victoria, put your whole name out there. 
so you've been in this job for over a year now and obviously it's a stepping stone. Like you're kind of like front of house in the, in the med spa space, um, work interfacing with customers, um, and all of that. But like, so what do you want for yourself now that we have like the little, we have like this ember, you know, mm-hmm. this, like you can imagine like building a fire, you've struck this ember now and your job, like your career is starting to kindle. It's starting to smoke. You know, we got a little bit of a flame. Now it's about how can we keep building that flame? And even though you have a job now, you're happy there. Um, it's great. Um, it's great. (laughs) I'm always talking to women about never getting too comfortable and always sort of keeping your eye on the next opportunity and what that's going to look like for you. So talk, talk to me a little bit, forget him your cousin and more of like a coach. Okay. What do you want next? I think, no, I want to move up in the spa space. Mm-hmm. I realize I like to do the operations side of it. You know, I'm, I'm great speaking to people, but you know, I, I have more fun or I find more enjoyment doing like the operation side. Mm-hmm. So it's like the ordering getting things done. There's conflict with schedule. There's conflict with the guests, maybe. I'm very good at that. Very strategic, managing people. I, To me, I, I really do find enjoyment with that. And I feel like the people that I do work with, I, they feel confident or comfortable enough with me to tell me their issues and we can address it, you know, mm. as need to be. Um, so together, one of the things we did do that my first thing was when you came, you actually, that's the reason you're here is because you came over. What was it last week before? It was last week. And I was like, let's just on your day off. Let's get together. Let's sit down and talk about what's next. And the first thing you wanted to do was your resume. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we do the resume, it's really important to know what you want. So you can tailor your resume, you know, mm-hmm. to the job. And I feel like we spent that, excuse me, that afternoon on LinkedIn, stalking people in the spa industry Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out what are some job titles that sound juicy, even if they're like a few levels beyond what you could be doing now, just like have like a finish line or have a, you know, something that you can work toward. Mm -hmm. I mean, I learned a lot about the types of jobs like director of operations, um, spa manager, spa director, director. Um, I think those are like the main three that I found, but there's like a lot of spot owners, obviously. Um, did you ever hear back? I think you sent some DMs like cold to some people. Yeah, I did. Um, I think a few, uh, not messaged me, but they followed me back or what do they call it? Connected with Boomer. Connected. (laughs) Connected. LinkedIn connected. That makes sense. I'm going to your profile. Um, I had to, I had to twist your arm to get a photo on there. I, cause I hate that photo. It's such a gorgeous photo, y'all. Go connect with Anna. Anna Victoria Woodruff on LinkedIn. If you're in the spa industry, med spa, listening, gone in there. She only has 22 connections, y'all. She's lonely. Why you call me out like that? Because you're so pretty in this picture. I can't stand it. I took it. I told her she had two years to take a better one. I took this headshot back in 2021. I said you had two, three years to pick a better headshot, and you don't have one. So you know what you're going to do? I'm stuck with it. Image. Upload. And when you get a better one, you can fix it. But done is better than perfect. Okay. So what? Perfect. And if okay. people are listening on like pictures, but I thought pictures were bad, especially if you're a woman of color. People can like you know have bias against you. But I do believe in having a photo on LinkedIn as a hiring manager. 
I just feel like it, it's a well-rounded image. And let's just be, let's keep it 100, Anna. You're going to be in the beauty and med spa space. Show you're cute. Like, I don't care how like in politically, unpolitically correct it is to, or politically incorrect it is to talk about the impact of like your look and your presentation. It really matters. And I think that people who were reviewing LinkedIn profiles, I'm not saying put it on your resume. I'm not all about mm -hmm. that. But at least for LinkedIn, like show that, you know, you are well presented, that you present yourself well, because I do believe in your industry, it's a bit of that image is probably going to matter. Let's, I mean, let's keep it 100. Is that how you feel? Yeah, it's, it's correct. You're correct. Mm -hmm. You don't have to just say I'm correct. <laughs> no, I mean, it's 100% true. Like if you're working or you are coming into a spa and you want to look a certain way, wouldn't you want the staff to look you know, put together, they look like they take care of themselves. That's yeah. just what it is. And you be doing your crystals and your boobs and where you be putting those crystals, all kinds of crevices and the belly button. <laughs> you know, it's... used to live here, just be packages of rocks coming. To the <laughs> you guys would just call it rocks. I was like, they're crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another envelope of rocks for you, Anna. Yeah, Malachi. Like, Listen, shove it in your it bra. Was, it was part of my healing journey. <laughs> yeah. And I still have them. I hope you charging. do. Charging. Charging in the moonlight. They're charging. <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> Didn't you just drink been moon like water one time? <laughs> she drank moon water. It's a full moon. Put some water on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and it was delicious. It was very refreshing mm, the next day. I mm. So on your LinkedIn, okay, we got you a photo. You have your experience on there. You started to connect with people, which is great. You need to be connected. And this is my advice for anyone listening to. Even if you, and right now, Anna, you only know the people who work where you work, right? But the mm -hmm. industry is so big. I'm like, how can you get connected to more people in your space? So the work that we did that day, it may feel like not that big of a deal. But even if someone sees your name on LinkedIn, even if they don't connect with you, even if they, well, maybe they don't, but even if they don't respond to your DM, but they do connect to you or follow you or whatever, you're going to show up in their feed. And I've learned you're going to show up in their feed a lot for two weeks after they connect with you. So once you start adding people, like start, I would say, sharing something on LinkedIn. It doesn't have to be like, here are my thoughts on the med spa space, but share an article about mm. the industry, share an article um, that you find interesting or follow like thought leaders in your space. There's gotta be like some, I know there's so many like influencers, but also there's probably some great names in the business of the med spa industry that you could be following so that you can really like, I want you to be nerdy. I want you to be like in on the med spa space. I want you to be passionate about it. That is what's going to give you that extra something special when you go into an interview. If you show up and you're just like, here's my experience. I'm very happy to I'm be here, here to work. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got a great resume. This job market. Mm, mm -mm -mm. It's tough. I, and it's tough in the sense that it's it, for me, it's normal. Like this is how a job market I feel like should be. It was cray cray back in 2021. Everyone was hiring. Right. Mm -hmm. And you could get a job like that. But now it's more like corrected in the sense that there are good jobs out there. But there's also a lot of good candidates. And, and the competition is insane. Exactly. Like, on LinkedIn, I think for certain jobs I saw, there was like 332 app, like applications for that one job mm -hmm. and i was just like it's just brutal yeah it's like the dating pool mm -hmm. 
And this is where you start to differentiate yourself with strategy. So one thing is when you see hundreds of people have applied, you can add your resume to the mix. But if you're not like a shoe in like a perfect resume, perfect candidate, like for the role and you really want it, I feel like less is more when it comes to applying right now, like really center in or home in on jobs that you want, jobs that are Mm -hmm. good, not just any old job. Um, And that may mean waiting longer to find the job. You're not so senior, like you're, you know, you're entry level right now. And the next step up for you, we're hoping to get you on a path to like, maybe assistant spa manager or at a startup spa, maybe a maybe straight to spa manager or whatever, but somewhere mm-hmm. on the back, the back of office, back office, whatever. Back, back office. The, but, ops, mm-hmm. the ops side. But um, those types of roles are fewer and further between and because they're juicier, right? They probably pay more. Um, you want a salary mm-hmm. and all that. Like they're going to have more competition. So that's why right. I'm like, Last week when you were here, I was asking, I was impressed because you knew some names of other spas in the industry Mm -hmm. Um, and that, but I want more. I think you should really like get more into the industry. What could that look like? What are some ways you could start investing more and learning about the med spa space and getting in networking opportunities so you can meet other people in that space? There's a lot of spa conventions. There's a lot of- Who um, are they? In New York? Yeah, there's so pl- there's plenty, plenty in the city. Well, wait, what um, are you gonna go to? I forgot the name of it. It's like I think it's French, but the Biologique Rochers they have. Um, wait, how do you say that? It's French, so it's no, like say, I, say I bi- Biologique Rocher. Rocher. <laughs> but I call it BR. BR. Hey, I took five years, five years of Rocher. French. Uh, I, me, I did four. Parlez-vous français? Biologique Rocher. Biologique. That's a fancy brand. I've gotten the free samples when I come to your spa. Yes. um, So that's a brand. They have a lot of um, conventions or just trainings. And then you meet people. So they have trainings like that. And then they come to the spa. But like there's there's a lot in the city. There's so many. The beauty field or space in New York City alone is like. It's huge. Mm. So just going there and meeting people, I think that's the next step that I want to take because I want to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I found my niche and something that I really enjoy and love. I talk about it all the time, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm passionate about beauty, not towards myself, but other people. I feel like everyone sort of feel themselves. All right. So, but here's one thing that I do on my coaching calls. I will sit here and watch you until you do a thing. That maybe is a little thing that, you know, you haven't done yet, but you just need someone to like be an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. I want you to, I want to search for like an event that you could sign up for right now. And I'm going to, I know you're on your phone. Do you have your laptop next to you? No. Go get it. So I just literally Googled MedSpa Events New York and there's a whole list March 3rd. There's the International Aesthetics, Cosmetics and Spa Conference in New York. And there's a, there's not the only one. There's like an open house. There's a blueprint for success in aesthetics. I think some of these will probably target people who want to work as an esthetician, but you want to focus on where are some opportunities to be in a room with the ops people, people who are like on the business side of spa. I really feel like that's going to help set you apart. Because mm-hmm. I think in like the, you know, the cosmetics and med spas kind of space, I think people think first of the worker bees. 
mm-hmm. who are doing the services and all that, that's fine. But there's not much room for growth there. Unless you're really spectacular at your job, you bring in your own clientele, you know, you become valuable that way. Mm-hmm. In your, you know, in your, in your space, you need to sort of get, you have more of a, you know, career trajectory, you know, but you need people who can, I think, mentor you, show you the ropes, you know, challenge you, get you into a, a job where it feels like a big shoes for you to fill. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start to learn and grow. I'm going to save that event. No, we're not going to save it. You're going to register. <laughs> and you're going to ask your job to pay for it. Did you know that? No, I did not. I'm a little bossy. But yeah, so this is a type of event that I feel like your job should pay for. Your job's a big brand. They got money. Um, I think you should make your case like, hey, I really, I really want to like, you know, get some new ideas for the spa. I want to get some ideas for, you know, um, and just show you can show them the website. You can make a little, you know, write an email and just make a case for why they should cover mm-hmm. um, your attendance and... Uh, pitch it. I want to see how much it is first. Recruiting 101, how to attract, engage, and retain a great team. Ooh, I love this workshop. Not because you're going to, don't think of, I don't think you should think of doing workshops just based on what you want out of your career. Do Mm -hmm. it based on who's going to be in the room. If you go to a recruiting workshop, who's going to be there? Recruiters, managers, need to recruit people people who are pops possibly hiring right now yes you need to be in that room baby girl i feel like i'm like the toddler and tiara stage mom right now (laughs) smile sweetie like doing the choreo in the in the in the wings (laughs) okay are you on the um exhibition page yet the exhibition page like the workshops page where you can pick no i'm still registering there's so many Lord things of mercy listen woman listen what do you mean my Where sessions are usually right 45 now? minutes and this is way over an hour already so you need oh. to fire in the belly you're gonna be an admin you need to be like typing 99 words per minute what are you like reading the questions carefully i don't do that (laughs) don't just think about you think about like who could be in the room like that 11 the 11 45 panel um discover the path to empowered leadership business management that could be great for meeting people um who are in leadership positions and also like you know start putting yourself in the space where you want to become a leader right maximizing performance with your current spa software oof the software needs help Ooh, the software one's going to be good. You know why? Because there's going to be full spa admins, Anna. You gotta go. Oh, this is exciting. Which one were you saying? That's the one that you you mentioned. Three fifteen to four thirty. Maximizing performance with your uh, spa software. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Because you need to be nerdy about shit that people don't want to be nerdy about. That's what's going to separate you. I'm yeah. really excited. This is yes. the kind of way that I love to end a coaching session, even if it is a little painful for me to sit here breathing while you breathe and type things into the internet and sign up for a thing because, I mean, it sounds simple, but were you planning to sign up for this conference today? No. Right? No. Like, it's like you've taken a big step. And these are like, I'm so, I think we got so lucky with the timing because this is in a few months 
this is exactly what you need. Like, it's almost even more important than, I mean, you're going to finish that healthcare degree, healthcare admin degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the year. <laughs> it's just, it's just costly. That's all I'll say. But you're paying your own way one. Yes. And you're doing yes, I'm so I proud am. of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the kind of education that is going to specialize you. Like you're in like a generic healthcare admin program, right? Yeah. This is like the continuing education where you're going to find your niche. Yeah, I think if I'm a niche and like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna take advantage of it. Yeah. And I was like thinking, like, I'm gonna definitely put this on my LinkedIn. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Are you excited? Why am I the I'm only excited. one who's like busting? No, I'm I busting, babes. I'm busting. I'm, buzzing. I'm just, I'm just a tad bit hungry. That's all I'll say. Go. So am I. I need to but eat. I sent, I sent you home with chili and a box of cornbread. So I didn't even have time to eat it yet. <laughs> I'm glad it's you didn't because you probably would have been belching on the show. I would have been, I would have been you, like that's this right, the that, whole time. That chili got a kick. Okay. But when you come over, do I not feed you? You feed me and you somehow, like, I always have something packed on my way out. Thank you so much for coming on Brown Ambition. It was a pleasure, babes. It was I'm great. excited. I wasn't sure what we were going to accomplish, but I do feel like we took the first step last week in terms of like getting you more comfortable with LinkedIn and connecting with folks. And now I'm like, okay, you're doing the thing that is so you're doing the thing that so many, especially women know that they probably should be doing, but aren't doing it. And that is why they're staying stuck. And it's Mm. actually shoving yourself in the rooms, like buying your way in, getting an invite, whatever in the rooms where opportunity can happen you need to create there's so much of like the job search and your career it's as much a strategy as it is putting yourself in a position where exciting opportunities can happen to you does that make sense like it's hard to describe but there's an element of i don't know what the exact thing is going to be but if i put myself in this room things can happen things yeah, may you have happen. to make it happen to make it happen yeah Exactly. You got to put yourself in that space and it sure ain't going to happen if you just stay at the front desk at the spa you're at now and never branch out and dip a toe into the wider industry. I agree. Yeah. So I'm very proud. I'm so proud of you. Did I say that? I'm proud of you. Thank you. A year since moving out, you're about to be a year in your new apartment. Mm -hmm. You got your own bills paid. You got savings. Yeah. How that credit score looking? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm super happy for you on your journey. You're doing just so amazing. Do you feel proud of yourself? Like, do you feel it? Like, I have done a lot. Or do you judge yourself harshly? I judge myself harshly. Like, I see the difference of how I was, like, two years ago. But, like, at this point, I was like, we got to keep going. I want to, I really want to pat myself on the back and be like, you did it. So, I'm just in transition. But I am very happy of how far I've come along. Mm-hmm. Just walking through your story with you, it just reminded me, you've come so far, hon. Like, you've come so far. Thank you. Thank you. And I just need to get you mm, to that. Yes. We're going to get you to the next. The next. Once you get this, I feel like the next role is going to be so pivotable. Well, pivotable. Pivotal. Mm-hmm. Once you get into the right title and, like, more of a, a high, higher level, more the admin side, mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's an easy path. Not an easy path, but it's a it, it's a path that you want to be on. And there's no way, or, there's no way you're not going to continue to have that great career if you just, like, get on this next sort of, you know. I'm going to get on level. the train. You're, oh, you're so great, though. And I'm so proud of you. And I love you so much. Love you, too.
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.